Hey, buds. Thank you for tuning into today's episode when you can literally be doing anything else. If you guys are somehow liking the content that we're putting out for you guys weekly, please feel free to leave a like or a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcast. And if you want to watch us, you can find us on YouTube at the Fantasy Buds Podcast. You can leave a like or comment. And you can subscribe to us. And if you even for some reason decide you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at Fantasy Buds Podcast to keep up with all of our daily advice and shenanigans. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoy the show. We're fine. <laughs> We're okay. It's like the Titanic. <laughs> That's why I keep laughing. I just look and it's just slowly. It's because I just have it up here in this. I mean, it doesn't Chris see like, like it doesn't I, go. Producer Chris, like, we need you. Chris yeah, is like, oh. I need to come fix it. I don't know what happened. It's just not tight enough. We're gonna go with that. Welcome back, buds, to the Fantasy Buds Podcast. It's your host Brian, Mark, and Tim. How are you, gentlemen, doing today? We're- we're back on another cold, gray, yeah, yep. and rainy Wednesday. About to be dark in like Tuesday. an hour. <laughs> About to be dark by 4 o'clock in beautiful South Jersey. Beautiful South Jersey. It, it just gets depressing, more depressing each year. <sighs> yeah. As the winter goes on. As the on winter and goes on. on. It's painful. It Along with fantasy football, uh, there's a lot of depression out there. I know to our fellow host here, he had a rough one last night. His season ended yep. right in front of his face. Is what it is. What are your feelings on that? Had to sacrifice one league for another. That's that's the one way to look at it. I like... The fuck was that? Nobody moved. What did you drop? Was that your, you, Chris? Or was, was that what, that... Was that your soul? <laughs> I thought that was like the ghost or something. I didn't see anybody move. The ghost of Christmas. Uh, uh, ghost <laughs> of the past. Anyway, why don't we talk about our playoff implications for all the leagues that we're in together? What do we want to start with? Because one of the <laughs> because one of mine is really painful and one of mine is really good. <laughs> Let's talk about the pain first. Oh. All right. Who wants to go first for TJ? Well, I'm not in playoffs. Oh, so <laughs> true. Her Tim was just mathematically eliminated. It's a shame because I think Tim has a good team. Give him a second. Oh, he this No, go on. Can, I, I'll figure this out. <laughs> okay, you twisted one way to raise it. There, there you but go. I know Chris is sitting there like, I, I just want to go fix it. He, can't, he doesn't want to get in the shot. All right, we're good. <laughs> I think it's good. <laughs> okay. You guys were saying? So, Tim was mathematically eliminated. It's a shame because I think Tim's team is actually pretty fucking good. It's one of those things where I did to myself. Second-guessing who to start. If I didn't second-guess against Tiny, if I just started George Pickens like I wanted to, I would have been fine. But it happens. To be honest, I can't, like, nobody's mad at you for not starting George Pickens, though, in a game. Like, I don't think you could really kill yourself over that. Oh, well, the the main catalyst was Cortland Sutton. That's Yeah, he was very disappointing for you. If I were you, I would... I would not have traded Jalen Hurts away. I would have hung on to him because, to be honest, Stevenson has been killing it for you, but Cortland Sutton's been kind of awful. Yeah, but I did get Garrett Wilson out of that trade, too. Garrett Wilson has been really good. No, no, that was a different trade. Recently. That was was two trades. That was two trades. Yeah, that was the two trade. Which you only had to make because you already had got rid of Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but I had too many holes in my team anyway. But my team was literally Jalen Hurts. 
Justin Jefferson or Jonathan Taylor. The, the Jonathan Taylor trade was a good trade for you. Yeah. I think that really worked out for you. DeAndre Hopkins was a really good draft pick for you. So I kind of wanted nothing to do with him, mainly because of the suspension, to be honest. But you held on to him all year. You didn't trade him. You got a lot of shit for holding on to him like you did, but he paid off he for did you. Pay off. And it's actually kind of like I, I kind of feel bad that my pile of trash is going to make the playoffs it over. Happens. Your team because like, you actually have a good how team. the cookie crumbles. Even though uh, Hopkins worked out, see, like, the reason why, like, I wasn't taking him is because you didn't have somebody to help you, like, the first six weeks. Yeah. You know I mean, may, like, who knows? Maybe it's somebody else. Maybe, I don't know, Travis Etienne. I don't know. Somebody else. Maybe you get a winner, an extra win or two in that stretch. But Well, that's the reason why I took him at that pick was because I had Mike Evans and I had Justin Jefferson. I was like, yeah. all right, that'll last me six weeks. I'll be fine. And then I traded away Mike Evans to get Jonathan Taylor once, you know, Javante Williams died. Um, but, yeah. Well, it's always hindsight. You can always say, like, oh, if I started this guy or that yeah, guy. Exactly. The way I like to look at it is I don't want to be like, oh, if I started these guys, I would have I would have won. It, it you, just You have to be perfect every week, yeah, pretty it much. It just it wasn't my year. I mean, three of my losses were literally from guys dropping 200 points on me. So I can't yeah. do anything about that. Like and Now, I— that only my team has scored 200 points combined in the past. Yeah, you, you've been on and a downward spiral. I've never both, seen anything like the it. The funny thing was, both those weeks, I would have won. All three times, 200 points was dropped on me. If, like, a normal amount of points was dropped on me, I would have won. Because I broke, like, 140, 150. You did score a lot. The yeah. next time. But when I played just, you, you had, like, 150. Yeah, it is I'm what it is. Sure. It happens. I mean, I'm out in this league, but I made it in my big money league. Actually, that comes down to this week. Because... That was pretty much just a carry job by Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen in that league right now. That I mean, team those, got hit by injuries. Those are two so, pretty good guys to have to carry you, though. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm out of this league, but I'm in free agency, so it's fine. I can't complain too much. Now, I with Tim losing, I basically clinched the playoffs, but I t- I, I, I'm going to tell anybody who's listening to this what. I will not win a single fucking game, and I, I don't... I. I'm not going to win a game the rest of my time in this league. I have never seen anything like it. Seven and zero to verse. You're losing out. I'm going to be seven and seven. I'm seven and six right now. I'm going to be straight. seven and seven. Like there's no. Well, yeah, because like let's face it, my team's horrible. Like 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 I got you, nothing left. When you lose Cooper Cup, it is like you can't replace. Them. And sure, like like Barkley's been awesome. Sure, but that's one player. And DeAndre Swift, you know, he finally maybe he's back, but like. Even that, like, the rest of my lineup is just so weak, and now I just lost Lamar Jackson, too. Like, just add him to the fucking... Mike Williams. ...report. Yeah, just put him on there, yeah, too. I've, I've like, never seen any... I've never seen a team get this... Oh, God. Like, struck. I mean... To go from the highs of highs to the lows of like, lows Like, I mean, like Lamar Jackson, Cup, Swift, basically. Like, fucking Mike Williams was good this year. Zach Ertz, Mike it's, Thomas... You've lost Jacoby like, Myers. Like Jacoby one, Myers for periods of time. What was like the one movie. Once I get the end of the movie, though. What's in the fucking box? That oh, shit. seven. Yeah, that. Like, what's like, next? I mean, hell, what's next? <laughs> like, hell, like, Barkley is my healthiest player. Like, like, Isn't that ironic? This guy's literally known for getting injured. <laughs> this guy's my healthiest player. Like, he's played every single game and had like 30 touches. Yeah, he hasn't been hurt this year. No, and he's been getting a crazy workload. Like, Barkley has been incredible. I'm going to. Pat myself on the back for that until the day I die. I'm gonna hold on to that like my little teddy bear that I. I don't, I don't blame you. I'm you holding on what? to the Jalen. You know Hurts. what hurts yeah. even more? 
What? Noticing that I play you this week and like half your teams want to buy. And I probably well, would have beaten you. Half of my team might as well it. be on a buy anyway. Oh, most of the time. That seeing that just stung a little bit. So in order for Tim to have a chance still, he would have had to win this week, but he ran into a buzzsaw. Yep. And then Pretty much it, what I would have needed to happen was if Brandon lost last week and I won, I had like again. a seventy five percent chance of making it. Because if I would have beat Mark, we both would have been Yeah, if I would have won and beat Mark, we both would have ended seven and seven, and I would have actually make it over for the wild card. Exactly. Yeah, but, yeah, because but my I team... had to win. If I won last week, the chances of me making playoffs were like seventy five percent. You would make it because Even my if team. Brandon won. My team. I still had it out if Mark lost. Fucking but... flat out stinks. Because like I said it happens. It is what it is. If me, Brandon, you, and Mark all finish seven and seven, the three of us would make it over Mark because yeah. of your. Horrible month that you've had. Yeah, because of the and I, I've I have less him. points than I've everybody. I've outscored you by like 130. Yeah, I have so. less points than I, that. Went from having t- the second most points in the lead to I think the least. Well, I mean, to be fair, you did or, or one of the to least. Be fair, you did lose the guy who was averaging you like 30 to 40 points. I, I a mean, week, yeah, like, I, I, yeah, Cooper Cobb was averaging same, about 30 if points. The same a game, thing happened like, to me. I wouldn't even have been if I would have lost Justin Jefferson. My season would have been over week two. Like, it, it's he tough, man. Carried me at some point, and it's hard to just try and keep up when you yeah. Because you play it because you want to watch the best player that you have just yeah absolutely killed on the field. Yeah. And then when they're gone and you don't have a really deep team to begin with. Because let's be honest, most teams don't have Cooper Cup and Tyreek Hill where yeah. it's like, okay, I lose one. I still have a number one guy. Most teams, if you had Cooper Cup, he was it. Yep. So like if, if, if most teams, they have just Tyreek Hill. And if they if you lose Tyreek Hill, it's like, what's the, what's the point? Stephon Diggs or Christian McCaffrey or Austin Eckler. Travis Kelsey, you need these stars to keep your interest in the game. Yeah, you know, like I in a way. I don't want to sit down on on a Sunday and watch Jacoby Myers and Devin yeah. Singletary. You like, want to be like, that's my guy. That's the star. Yeah, like, I want to really, see him do star things. Um, now Brian, you're in a pretty good spot. Yeah, and TJ, at least I think. In terms are. of what positioning, I I think with everything, I I think you got a good. You have a all star lineup. To be on going into the playoffs, I mean, you've lost a couple kind of close games that I can't really like fault you for losing. You just kind of well, like I was with Joe. I, we heard it last <laughs> week. <laughs> like you know, like you can't really do anything about that. So I'm, I mean, when you score what? So in fantasy football, if you're scoring one thirty every single week, you're probably going to win seven m- times out of more 10. often yeah, than than more not. Because that's usually in in the top five to four range. The problem is when you're the fourth or third scorer, and you're playing the first or second, that's yeah. when it becomes a problem. So I think of fantasy football, it is it does require skill. Like, there's a difference in teams that always are missing playoffs versus the teams that always make it. The difference is you get 50% luck involved because yeah. you can score as many points as you, as you, like, you set up the lineup, you put player guys, you can score as many points and have as much impact yourself on that. But the problem is you can't control who you're facing every week. Yep. And that's where the luck part comes yeah. in. You might face a guy that drops 200 on you. Exactly. Or you might have your worst week, but then play a team that scores 90. Like, like that can happen for you as well. So yeah. the, it kind of like, like your schedule determines a lot. I've had some good fantasy teams in the past that I've like barely walked into the playoffs because I've gotten 200 dropped on me at fucking every week. Like Tim this year. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, week one. <laughs> 
I won a close one against Dave. Week two, you blew me out of the water, 198 to 119. I won week three. Yeah, I remember those Lost days. week four. Got 219 dropped on me in week five. <laughs> I lost by over 100 points. Like, there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah, but it's just, like I said, it happens. There was a few games where I should have won if I just Ooh. started the right guy. But I remember we were talking about it where, like, Tim is getting smoked. <laughs> It's just so funny. He was down by like 80. Like you just see somebody getting fucking just a bl- greased. Just obliterated by 2 o'clock. Because if I remember correctly, I think it was Big B was when I lost by over 100. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, I think five of his guys had 40. Well, Big B has the best team that I've seen in this league since we see, started. I think I could still look at the Tell scores. The I think they keep track of it. Well, Let's everyone say. also goes through like those those weeks. You're going to have weeks where you score a lot and still lose. Like, oh, yeah. Josh Allen had 48. Eckler had 40. Yeah. Kelsey had three. That was the week Kelsey had four touchdowns on seven catches for 25 yards. You can't do nothing. Like, like you can't do nothing. And Tyler Lockett had five catches for 104 yards and two touchdowns. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do about that? Nothing. You just had to sit there and take it. I just had to sit there and watch. Like, Like, Big B, like, I've never seen anything like this. Like, everyone hit. Everybody. Like, to, to even Brandon last year when he just walked to the championship pretty much, he did have Dak still. Like it like, wasn't I like think not like Brandon Big had B like might like, have the best team I've ever yeah, seen like, in fantasy because Brandon at least had like a weakness or two. He still had a ridiculous team, Brandon. Like he he had Devontae Adams, Chase. Yeah. Like like his his so team ridiculous, was not, but this Jonathan Taylor, but yeah, Big B like, this is literally has he hasn't even made a trade. Dude, Big he hasn't B made doesn't a have a trade. running back this week. He has a blank spot. He still projected one thirty one. Like. He's eleven and two. That's like, ridiculous. He That's has, insane. He has the quarterback one, Josh Allen. He has the running back two, Austin Eckler. He has the wide, wide receiver, receiver three, oh, three Tyree Kill. He has the Give tenth, him a week. Yeah. He 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 has the tenth wide receiver in Tyler Lockett, the tight, tight end, end one in Kelsey. He oh, has sh- Amari Cooper, who's also tied for the tenth rank receiver. So that's three. Top 10 receivers, including his tight he end. He even has the number one kicker. We let this happen. I mean, <laughs> we did. His second running back is the only spot on his team that's mid. But even so, like, he can just get 10 points a week from that, and it's fine. Because he Cause, took like, all every, these proven guys. Like, yeah, he, he didn't get cute with it. He didn't take guys like DeAndre Swift. We called him like, crazy at the draft, too. Like, Javante Williams. We did. We called him nuts. Like, and it... 11 and 2? Zeke. 11 and 2. Like, we got cute. Like, like CD Lamb even, yeah. to be honest. Like, it, it took him a little bit. He's finally kicking ass now, but he was very mid. For most of the for season. A while. For it's just, it's it's the lessons that we learned. We got to stop fading guys, especially top-notch wide but, receivers. That doesn't matter who the quarterback is. They're going to get it done. But this kid's team and is And we insane. just got to stop being cute with it. And I'm also, from here on out, I agree with your strategy. I am no longer taking a running back in the first round. It's done. It's over. It's gone. From here on out, I'm convinced the top five, the top five picks should all be wide receivers. Because uh, you I'm, see all these teams that are successful, and they got guys like Josh Jacobs and Tony yeah. Pollard. And, and first then, off, Josh Jacobs, this is just a fucking it's anomaly. Ridiculous. Okay, this is not we happening were again. So wrong. No, we weren't. This is not going to happen we, again. We his no. fucking ADP is going to skyrocket next year, and he's going to go right back to where he was. But like us, like we were so wrong about him. Like, like, we, we were disgusted at but his name. That's, that's your wronger, point, though. Like, to, that just proves your point, I feel like. Because it's like, why am I going to go out here and take Jonathan Taylor with the first pick when I can take a guy like Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson and then hit on Josh Jacobs in, like, round 
Five. I mean, I would still draft Derrick Henry. Hon- well, honestly, looking at it now, it's Not like in top five. I wouldn't. You can hit on later. You can hit on later running backs. Yeah. I feel like it's easier to do that or or pick up guys. Yeah. Rather than hitting on receivers late, I feel I mean, like Ramondre Stevenson. When did he go? Yeah, that's agency, true. He went, what, he's like round big... six, and that's a fourteen man league. Yeah. He was there round six. Like I think, I think he was. He was probably the last pick of the draft in in um our in our league. The, the I don't TJ even think he, Yeah, I think he was. I think he was one of the last picks. And then look where running he is running back now. ten. Like that's what I'm saying. It's load know, up man. on receiver early, exactly. and then load up on running back late. Yeah, maybe don't completely fade running backs. Yeah. Get them just later because it's the same fucking results. Like you said, like Derek five times Henry, out of ten. Yeah, like with Derrick Henry, yeah, he'll still go first round as he should. I mean, he's going to average like twenty points. Yeah, like but I, if I just I'm, top five, I can't. Like if I got to choose between Justin Jefferson and him at like oh, pick three yeah. or four, it's Justin Jefferson. I'd time. probably take Justin Jefferson yeah, with the like, number one pick. To tell you the truth, like he's becoming like almost automatic at this yeah. point. Like he he's he's matchup proof. Like he, I think he's had about two bad games this year. Like I'll like, fucking take that yeah. shit. I, like I would take that. I like the top five kicks for next year's kind of already solidified, barring injury, of course. But it's probably going to be like Diggs, Jefferson, Cup, Henry, maybe in there if one of those three go. But I don't. I'd have for to me agree. next year. I don't know who the first overall pick is. It's between like three guys. Yeah, because Jefferson has had honestly three bad games this year. Yeah, and the one game was ten points, which yeah. is just bad for him. That's just bad for him. So, yeah, yeah I think this guy is gonna be the. Ne- I think we're transitioning into the next. Like, yeah, these are gonna be like the Julio the, Jones, the Hall and of Fame receivers, Antonio Browns, and Calvin Johnsons of this next era that we're going into. It's yeah. it's looking like it, and. Why don't we, uh, so for, for the finalized playoff bracket in, in the TJ League, Big B's got the bye. That's locked up. Shocker. Dave and Brandon, so Brandon needs to outscore Dave. So he needs Dave to lose, and he needs to win for Brandon to get the bye. Or other way around. If, if Dave, I think if Dave wins, he'll get the bye, no yeah. matter what. Uh, Joe, I, he's pretty much locked in as the three spot. I can't get it over him. And I think the four and five seeds. So I'm either playing Brandon or Dave, depending on how that, how that matchup turns out. And yeah. Then, and then you be playing Joe. That's a fucking buy for him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get blown out. So that's, so that'll be Joe in the semifinal. You can mark Joe into the and semifinal then, as it is. Injury bulk, man. It's ugly. It is ugly. Just how, how my free uh, the free agency team is for me and the fourteen man, so I am four seven and one, and I need a win and two other teams to lose to make it as a like the seventh seed. Fuck this! Like I don't I don't even care to make it at this point because my team I lost Cooper Cup and a fourteen man, that's a death sentence. Brian yeah. was in my position. Yeah, in like, that league I was scoring over a hundred every week, which is really great in a fourteen man league, but. Shocker, lose Cooper Cup. Now I can't even break 100. <laughs> you know, when you lose a guy that accounts for 30 of your fucking points, <laughs> I mean, it's it a struggle. It, it fucking hurts, but man. Like, it's, I won it all last year. So it doesn't hurt as much this year because the residue's still there. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just won. Like, that took off a lot of pressure. But how about you guys? You guys are two teams that haven't won in a long time, but you guys, your teams are. Yeah. Doing pretty well. Right I will now. say, um, Tim's team is doing. Tim is actually 
what's your record, Sam? You have nine wins. I am nine and four. And I think in my in like my last see, it was weird because my team was struggling for a minute. I str- I was like three and three, and then my team just went on like a seven game heater, and just fucking started destroying everybody. But fucking heater. And um, now oh, you have I'm nine sorry. wins. So I went in my last in my last. Do, 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 do. Yeah, in my last seven, I'm six and one, and I was struggling. But it, I just started going off because my Joe Burrow decided to be a quarterback. So <laughs> he did have a sur- didn't he have a surgery? I don't know if it was like, he had a surgery, but I know at the beginning of the year I was like kind of hitting the panic button because really what it came down to was I had the 14th pick, I had the last pick of the draft. It came down to if Aaron Jones could turn out to be okay, and then if Higgins turned out to be what we thought T. Higgins would be. Luckily, he turned out to be what we thought he would be. The trade I made with Dean to get DK Metcalf, DK turning out to be a good wide receiver. So it kind of just, I got lucky, is the way I'm going to put it in this one. And then Melvin Gordon got cut, and I picked up Latavius Murray. I had him. I had him stashed. DeAndre Hopkins again. DeAndre Hopkins again, absolutely. Um, But no, I just, it was one of those things where everything fell the way I needed it to fall in this league. Yeah, like... So, it... I'll take it. But now you have nine wins. Yeah. I wish I had nine and wins. And I'm fighting for the bye. It's going to come down to... Between you two. That's, yeah, me and him. Yeah, I, I need to keep winning. I I think this actually is the most games I've ever won in a redraft season. Yeah, same. Across any league? Yeah, because I, I'm 10-3 and three now. I think ten, not, I don't think I, I've ever had 10 wins before. I've never had 10 wins. In, in a redraft league. Actually, no, I did. I think I had 10 the one year I won it, the second year. I also, like, you know, way no, back I in the had day, 10. I think that's we were like I had 14, 10. though. Yeah, like, it was like <laughs> that's like Mike that Vick went in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he? like nobody fucking knew Dick. <laughs> we just we still don't. Know I think that Dick. was the only yeah. time Clearly. I had 10 wins. Clearly, because I think the first time I was seven and six and I won, and then I think the second time I was 10 and three and I won, and I, then the next several years we're not going to talk about because that was just. Darkness. Dark ages. We all had some dark years. And for Boston uh, in the fourth when he had a torn ACL and I didn't know it. Fucking Laquan Treadwell in the third. Oh, God. Well, God. I mean, oh. I still don't know what you were doing there to this day. Neither do I to this day. I don't know either. So <laughs> The one uh, year I had J.H.I., Dalvin Cook, and Leonard Fournette, they all got hurt the first week. Oh, that's not was done. worse than, what was it? Big B had, who was it? Steve Jamal Smith, Charles. Jamal Charles and somebody else, and they all died. Well, well it happened to Big B several times. Yeah. Though. Like, it always happened. Or no, it was Big Cam B. who had Lev Bell and Steve Smith, and in the same game, at the same time, they both tore their ACLs. And that was his best team. He hasn't had <laughs> yep. a good one since. Dude, uh, there were some crazy teams that year. The one year Shane had, like, LaShawn McCoy, Le'Veon Bell, no, he I, had fucking he had Matt Forte, Matt Forte Jamal, Charles. Jamal Charles, and um LaShawn McCoy, right? No, he, I no, had LaShawn McCoy. Bell. He had Lev Bell. He had those. And then three. Lev Bell. Yeah. And, and he, he still didn't win. Well, it's because back then we did the fucking two week playoffs. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. that. Four I teams, it. two week. Like, why did we do that? that even though I did ever. win in that format, I still don't like it. No, it's That's it's the terrible. Thing ever. I think the one week is way better. There was. Yeah, because there's plenty of times where I actually won. The I had more points the first week than I lost the second week. Yeah. I never won in that format. because that just, sucks. No, that's how I won the second one was because it was the two-week format. It was yeah. against TJ when T, uh, TJ Farrow, he was yeah. still in the league. He was up by like 30 going into the second week. And I was like, oh, that's it. I'm done. And his team dropped like 83 and I dropped 150 and I wound up winning because my whole team just snapped. <laughs> I should and, not have won that championship. In that fucking second week. It's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the you, dumbest thing you ever. You go through the whole season going by one week, and then you get to the playoffs, and you got to do two weeks. Like, yeah. 
I'm so glad we got rid of that. Yeah, it was the same. At one point, we had only four teams made it out of 14. So your season was over by week six. And then that was in some cases. That fucking blew. I can't believe we did that. We We wasted some years on that. But then we expanded the playoffs. Now this league is fucking competitive as shit. I love it. It's because it's not like a league where nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody knows. Look at what they're doing. Look at the fucking other division, though. Like Joe's eight and two, then Luca's six, three, and one. Then four and six, four and six, four and six, and then Brian is four seven and or four six and one, right? Or four seven yeah. and one, and then Big B is what four and eight. He's five and eight. Five now. and eight. So yeah. literally, like that whole division can still make the playoffs, pretty it's, much. It's fucking sickening. So I need to beat Big B. I need Tom and Gabe to lose, and I make it in as I squeak the, in. The good news is though. All of your matchups are favorable. They are, but that's like it's like what? What's the point? I'm gonna get my ship pushed in for first round of the playoffs. I'm done. See, I want the buy because I don't feel like going up against Max because Max just has my number for no reason whatsoever. There's always those teams. Like it's just like he could be projected five points and the dude will drop fifty. And Max is Max has what six wins? Yes. And He's if, if and playoffs seven. started today, I'd be playing Max because you would have the buy right now. Which is why I need you to lose next week, so I can get. The so fight. right now, the West Division is pretty fucking crazy too. So yeah, I am in first place with ten wins. I'm ten and three. Tim is nine and uh, nine and four yep. in second place. He's right on my ass. Cam is what seven and four. Cam is seven and five. I'm seven pretty sure five, Cam has seven wins. Yeah, Cam's team is pretty good. As annoying as that is. Um, that's always annoying to say. Josh Jacobs. Josh that's Jacobs. Josh um, Jacobs. That's literally all it is. That's He's going to haunt me the rest of my life. Um, and then Max is six and five, right? Or six and six, right? He has six wins. No, he's six and seven. Six and seven. Our, our thing got fucked up because yeah, we yeah, I can't. basically restarted the league at three weeks in. Yeah, I don't know why no. that happens. Actually, so. that works out perfectly. Luca actually just put in our group chat what has to happen for everybody to make it. For like the oh, he to did win. a good. Easy. So the scenarios are for playoffs. Uh, Big B, if he wins, he's in. Brian, you need to win. You need Tom to lose and Gabe to lose. Gabe needs to win. Tom needs to lose and Big B needs to lose. Tom has to win and he needs Big B to lose. So if Big B wins, you're all just fucked. That's what it comes down to. You need to beat Big B. Yeah. Well, this is this for the buy. Chips are in. Big B has the simplest path. Yes. For the buy, the Joe needs to win and Mark needs to lose. Oh, I can't even get the buy. I feel like you can if me and Joe both lost. I think that's it. I think you I and think Joe you both could. need to lose. But if you just win, you get it, no but, matter what. Well, well, no, but Joe has nine wins too, doesn't he? No, he's in he's in my division. So you and it, it's going to be between you and Mark. No, Lucas just stupid then. No, but Joe is leading his division. He has nine wins. Yeah, Luca can't get it over him. I don't think. No, so okay. so Joe's going to get the well. Oh, yeah, there's one buy. That's right. Yeah, yeah there's, only one, there's only one buy. So whoever's the one seed. Yeah, so yeah. Joe might get it regardless then because I don't know if Joe has the head-to-head or that's how we do it in this league, right? It's not yeah, it's points. Head-to-head. It's head-to-head. Yeah. Which is annoying. Yeah, it is kind of you know, annoying. I don't even care that I didn't get the buy. I clinched. I'm fine. And then the teams that already clinched, it's me, Joe, Luca, you, Max, and Cam are the teams that already clinched. So... I'm There's not gonna lie. Left. This team, this is. Do you need me to do it for you? No. <laughs> you sure? We're fine. 
Okay. This is probably the best team that I've, that I've ever had in this league. Oh, uh, without a doubt, this is mine. To tell you the truth, like, I've been, and I'm actually, I mean, I'm pretty pumped because, like, I've been doing this league for, like, nine years now. This is our 10th season. So, so eight years because I joined the third year. I didn't do it the oh, first two right. years. So, I joined, so this is my eighth year doing it. This is, this team is honestly better than the year I did win. The championship. Yeah. Like, well, that was your first year, and then you haven't sniffed it since. No, not the not the championship. I have made the playoffs a couple times, but I've had some dark years too in this league, for sure. But <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> we're okay. <laughs> it's like the Titanic. <laughs> That's why I keep laughing. I just look, and it's just slowly. It's because I just have it up here in this. I mean, it doesn't Chris, see like, like it doesn't I, go. Producer Chris, like, Chris, we need you. Chris yeah, is like, oh. I need to come fix it. I don't know what happened. Is it just not tight enough? We're gonna go with that. Chris needs to step in. <laughs> what if I just, remember Willy Wonka? Augustus Glute like fucking <laughs> ate the microphone. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah technical difficulties on the show. I know, it's a shame. Why don't you go outside and play hide and go fuck off? Hide and go fuck off. Well, that's a great way to kick off our Dynasty playoffs as it stands. Tim, you're tanking. Yep. Yeah, I don't even have my pick. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a shit show. Tim, trade of his pick. Tom tried to get that shit off me, too, for some bullshit. He yeah. thought that I wouldn't notice. Never so trade with fair, Tom. The reason why I was like, oh, okay, I'll make these trades is because I thought I was going to be able to get Justin Jefferson. Because Tom is talking about trading Justin Jefferson. Uh, he played you like a fiddle. Yeah. played me like a fiddle. I, I tried made the to... trade. I made the trades, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get Jefferson. That's fine. I'll give up my first-round pick. And then last minute, Tom was like, yeah, I'm not trading him. I was like, you got to be fine. A tip for everybody who listens to this like maybe the five people who knows don't ever make a trade in hopes of another trade yeah yeah because like don't they ever, could just fought like that just there's no honor in fantasy there football. is no honor why would i take that what is it it's tom see like what the fuck what does why tom would i take that well they... kenneth walker for dobbins why tom tom's been trying to trade trade some bullshit with He's been offering me some bullshit trades all year. He like, just he does it every single week. I'm like Tom, like, what do you think I'm gonna do? Like, it's darts. He just hopes it sticks. Like, but like, do you think I'm actually gonna take this? No, I did send Tom a haul for Justin Jefferson too in the summer. I did try to get him. The funny thing is, you is offered that my him like team, most of your lineup. The funny thing is, is that my <laughs> team in Dynasty is. isn't even that horrible. My quarterback just sucks. But you are tanking. No, 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 no absolutely, I'm tanking. You are tanking with no first round tanking with no first round pick. I don't think I have a first round pick for the next two strategy. years, actually. Here I come by John Robinson. So fucking I'm gonna add him to my fucking lineup. Mark is twelve and one. I'm his only loss. Then I'm probably gonna Fuck have yourself. a top two pick because Tim is tanking. Uh so I'm in a division. No, I do have a first round pick this year. Yeah. Oh, but it's not yours. It's not mine. It's Tom's. Who Tom is You is should mid. totally do me a favor and give me my pick back. See, I just can't do that though. Not like, even if I give you like Tom's pick and a like Nick Chubb or something. No, I, I can't. I, just losing the consolation I, bracket too, then it lowers his chances of a good pick. You, you, you would just need to keep winning despite me. 
You're three and ten right now. Luca is trying to out tank you at two and eleven. Oh, he's so trying to out tank you. He is really like he is just. He went back to back, and now he's it, it's all over. For those of it's you wondering up. how bad my dynasty team is, my kicker was my second highest scorer this week. That's rough. Yeah, he had nineteen points, and I scored two hundred. Must be. Nice. It was pretty nice. nice. Yeah. Did I even break shit on Dean? Oh, yeah, now Tom is actually eight and five, so he's. All right, I'll have it. Me and Tom are eight and five. Dean is seven and six. So all the good teams are in one division, basically, because in the other division, Cam is um eleven and two, and then Fabio is six and seven, and he's second. But Fabio Nick's plays five Nick. and eight. He so. plays Nick. So who, if Nick wins, Nick is in. Yeah, Fabio wins. Fabio's in as the six seed. So that's really the only implications in this. Everybody else already clinched last week because the balance yeah. between the. Bottom bottom teams and the top teams is so fucking. This, this it's so different. This went this went wrong for me in Dynasty last year or was it two years ago? Two years. It was Jonathan Taylor. You traded everything to get Jonathan Taylor. Oh, well, it wasn't only that. There was another gem that we all forget, to where I had two first round picks that year, and this was the year that Diggs went to Buffalo, and mm. Mark wanted to trade me Stephon Diggs for the seventh overall pick, and I said no. I traded Diggs anyway. I, I still proceeded hate myself to take Jalen Rager with that pick. Oh, oh, yeah, that hurts. Mm. Yeah, that uh... zoinks. Oh, that like, is jankies. Yeah, that's uh, wow, wow, <laughs> that's tough. That's, that's, that's what that is. Awful. To be honest, though, me trading Stefan Diggs away is pretty painful too. But I'm not gonna complain because. I'm twelve and one. You're twelve and one. You can't complain right now. You can't complain. I dude. just won by point six this week, or like point no. four. Point two four. You won. Point two four because Tom Brady decided to yet again <laughs> drive a game, drive down the field in the last two minutes and Sky's win the game. Blue. Yeah. So, and he also had Mike Evans. Dude, I got lucky as fuck. I just picture. Dude, I feel. I, and I actually <laughs> feel bad because like that just. Almost like kick Nick out of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Like I, I honestly genuinely feel bad. You know, I just thought of like the defensive coordinators on the field and watches Tom Brady go on the field and like win the game. And he's just like, Wow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh wow, my God. Sucker. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Tom Brady yet he, again. He just goes right down the field. Uh and to Rashad White as well. Which, yep. Kicked him out of the playoffs, basically. That's lots just of, lots of lots of fun times around here in fantasy. Tom Brady. I just can't. He fucks me every year somehow. I just can't escape just this motherfucker. Cookie crumbles. But in Dynasty right now, we have two buys. So right now, me and Cam have the buys, and then Tom is playing Dean, and then Fabio will play Brian. But if Nick beats Fabio this week, then Brian will play Nick. And I, I like my chances about against both. Mm. Yeah, I we'll I see. mean your your project I know projections aren't the end all be all, no. but you are projected thirty more. Yeah, I so, like that. Yeah, like that's a pretty significant Fabio difference. did beat me though, but I had probably my worst week all year. Yeah. It's so. that those always happen. I think nine times out of ten. Yeah, I, can, I mean I can like, give them a smack. You know, you know what I'm saying. I'm I'm 12 and one, and what you might call it, smack the fucking shit out of me. Um, who did I play last week? It was me. 
Yeah, I'm the only one to give you. Yeah, you, you fucking spanked the shit. Yeah, you that's you right. by like seventy. Like, so right. I'm getting hot at the right time. Like you have, yeah, yeah, and like you did just score two hundred this week. So who knows? Like I score one sixty three and one, but like if I score one sixty three and you score two hundred, like you're obviously gonna win. So oh, yeah, like 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 we'll see. Like you are getting hot at the right time, and I hate it because. Well, you know who else is getting hot at the right time, Mister Mike White. Yeah, he's hot. He's white hot. Mike White is hot. So we're going to talk about some easy playoff schedules for for respective positions in fantasy football. At quarterback, we got Mike White, Brock Mike. Purdy, and Tyler Huntley because Mark Jack- Lamar Jackson is going to be out. Michael yes. White. Brock Purdy, he played a decent game stepping in. Against he did, the actually. And he has the... Seattle, Washington, and Las Vegas in the playoffs. Now, if you're a team that had Jimmy Garoppolo, and obviously the trade deadline passes by the time the playoffs start, Brock Purdy might not be a bad option. I think if I were a Jimmy G owner, the the waiver wire is probably already thin. I think I might check Brock Purdy out. I need to see another week from Brock Purdy. Yeah, uh, I think you can. I think there's better options still, like the next guy we're going to talk about. Well, I think... So, with Brock Purdy, the party, Brock Purdy, you just got to get the ball to Debo. You got to get the ball to Kittle. You got to get the ball to CMC, and whatever they do, you're, he's going to get the credit for. And Kyle Ushak and Jordan Mason. Yeah, yeah, of course they get, they got to get their fucking touches. You got to get them. The Although ball as well. CMC had a great week this week, he I, did. I think they're going to lean on him a little bit. Caught more. a touchdown from Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. So like that's what I'm saying. You just got to get the ball to CMC or still hate Kyle Shanahan. I still hate him too. I hope he has a horrible Christmas, <laughs> and I mean it. I mean it. And uh, who's who's the other guy you think is a better option? Mike White. Mike White. I do think Michael fucking White. I can't wait for the fucking shit show that is going to ensue in this off season. The, I think Mike White um, against the Bills is. I know the Bills are fifth against QBs this year, but or um, I'm sorry, eighth. I can't see. Mm-hmm. Um. But I still kind of like that matchup because I think the game could be pretty high scoring. Plus, the, the Jets have a defense who can get turnovers. Yep. And Josh Allen has been doing that like it's his job recently. So, I don't know. I, I kind of like Mike White this week. I'm honestly thinking about picking him up in free agency for this week, and I need to win. Well, the thing is, with his playoff schedule, he has Detroit, Jacksonville, and Seattle. Yeah, and I like all those matchups. That it's that's the number one easiest opponent for quarterbacks in yeah. in the playoffs. And Mike White knows he's on a short leash. This is a what was he undrafted or like a seventh round pick or something? I don't really think he's on a short leash. No, I, no but I, I really don't think if they're I'm winning him, with him. That's what I'm saying. Only, I don't think he thinks he's on a short leash. The only reason I think he's on a short leash is because Zach Wilson was the second pick in the draft. Yeah, but I think that's the is, only reason. Zach he's Wilson, the second pick, they're winning with Mike they White. They are, but I think as soon as Mike White loses or has a bad game, Zach Wilson will go back in. Well, I think, and I think it's only because of where Zach Wilson was drafted. I don't think it's because he's better or I good. I really think he's going to be traded this year in the offseason. He might. I really think he's going to. Well, I think that I wouldn't say that just yet, but I think for this season, I don't think. Zach Wilson comes back in. I don't think he does. I think I, that, I think that locker room would would go in fucking well, turmoil. The reason why I think he gets traded is because of what Mark just said. He was a first round pick. Yeah, and you're not just gonna have that sit on the bench. But if it's kind of proven that like, all right, this dude can't win, and then on top of it, he's not gonna sit there and say, no, it's my fault, we lost, I didn't screw us over. The team no longer is gonna play for him. 
I mean, let's be honest. If you're going off of just the first, like the first round pick thing, he should be starting no matter what. The reason he's not playing is because, well, a he sucks, and then b because the team doesn't want him playing. The yeah. second he said what he said, that's when it was oh, okay. That's it. You're not starting now. It seems like the the team likes Mike White yeah. a, a lot more. To it's look, literally a repeat of the whole Wentz and Foles thing. To where I want, the team liked one guy and they didn't like the other. I want Mike White to stay in. Oh, sure. To be I. honest, I like, like his story. Yeah. especially if if you have a Jets receiver to like, especially Garrett Wilson, like. Yep. If Mike White's in and Garrett Wilson is in, I think those two can help win you championships. Yeah, I think Garrett Wilson's entering fringe wide receiver one territory. I think with, he's already there. With the Mike White playing. I agree. I think he's there. Like, like he's just put I, it all together yep. now. Mike White's been targeting the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I'm going to be all over Garrett Wilson and, and be wrong next year. I can't wait if, for that. Not if he's the quarterback. If Mike yeah, White turns maybe, out to maybe be, Mike be White next will year. Be good. But, I do like Mike White's story as well. I hope he turns out to be good. I really do. Like not, he has 94 targets. Yeah, like that's pretty awesome. Like that's pretty good. It is rookie year. And it's it's just going to continue to go up. He had 15 targets last game. He had 15 targets. With Mike White. With Mike White. Like, uh, against they a fucking have a duo there tough in New defense. York. We'll Mike see how White, it unfolds. Who was the QB? Because I know Zach Wilson wasn't the quarterback for the, like, the first few weeks. Who was the quarterback Joe week Flacco. two and week three? Was Joe, Joe Flacco, Flacco was, was two and three? Yeah, it was Being the year Joe Flacco was uh, QB. So literally when it's a quarterback that's not Zach Wilson, he has double-digit targets. When it is Zach Wilson, he can barely touch nine. Yeah, I will say Mike White, he he did have two picks, but he threw for damn near almost 400 yards against the Vikings, who have nine wins, ten wins. And so he's putting them in positions to win better than Zach Wilson. Yes. Another guy that could put you in a position to win is Tyler Huntley because Lamar Jackson's supposed to be out. They're saying one to three weeks. So if he's out for the playoffs, and Tyler, we've seen Tyler Huntley come in and play well. He plays Cleveland, Atlanta, and Pittsburgh. That's the 12th easiest at quarterback. And with fresh legs, all you got to do is just pepper Mark Andrews with targets. Yep. We saw him do it last year. He could play at a quarterback one level, and I think if you're a Lamar Jackson owner heading into the playoffs, like you, maybe you should consider Tyler Huntley. He also rushed 10 times yeah. as well. So He's Lamar Jackson light. Yes. But healthier than Lamar Jackson, so he can outperform what Lamar Jackson's been giving you so far. Yeah, I will say I would rather pick up Mike White still, but um, I don't think Huntley's a bad option at all. I think he can kind of end up being like Marcus Mariota has yeah. been. Yeah. This year where like he maybe can give you like 15 to 20 just because of the rushing, sort of. I, I would like, I think Tyler Huntley would be, I wouldn't put him on uh, Marcus Mariota's level, honestly. Just because Marcus Mariota's fucking terrible. We've seen Tyler Huntley get it done. Like I think, I would take Tyler Huntley over these guys for the rushing possibility. That's true because like you never know. He can honestly rip one off. It's going to be the same offense as Lamar Jackson because they're virtually the same player. So I, I know he can get it done in the passing game, and I think he'll get it done with his legs also. Yeah, there's definitely worse backups you can have than Tyler Huntley. Yeah, yeah, there are worse. There might be worse starters you can have too than him. To tell you the truth. Like Isaiah Pacheco, he's a guy who I think is going to be a league winner. Yeah, the Chiefs have kind of just been peppering him with carries, to tell you the truth. He's won that job. Yeah, I I mean, Clyde has just been a non-factor pretty much. Like They just gave up on Clyde, basically. And not only that, he has the number one schedule for running backs in terms of, like, easiness. Mm -hmm. He's number one. He's, he, round one, he opens up with Houston, 
round two, Seattle. He does play Denver in championship week, but if you can get two blow-up games against really good matchups your first two rounds of the playoffs, you're in the championship, possibly. Yeah. I like Isaiah Pacheco as what they call a league winner, and I think he can be. And and Pacheco's had three straight weeks now, 15 points pretty much, 14 last week, and then 15 previous week, and then this week. Um, and he's getting the carries. He's getting carries. He's been in the double digits. He had over 20 last week against the Rams. This week, only 14, but still, he still scored. He's getting goal line carries. He's on the Chiefs. They're always in position to score. I League winner. Yeah, yeah, I think he could definitely get some touchdowns, too. Like you said, they're always in a position to score just because they have Mahomes running around out there throwing backwards 70-yard passes yeah. with his left hand. Um, so, yeah, I do like Pacheco, too. Um, I did say I needed to see like another week from him, and he has done it. This has yep. been four straight weeks with the work and three straight weeks producing. So I definitely uh, agree with you on that. And that, think he's going to help out a lot of playoff teams for sure and i know there's another guy that you think is going to help out a lot of playoff teams mr zonovan knight and that's yeah. zonovan with a z not Z-Zonovan. donovan zonovan knight i love this fucking guy he has the 10th easiest schedule uh, he runs angry i love him well he, he's undrafted right i think so and he's it's like got that be chip a, on his shoulder that'd be another feel-good story too well hey in the playoffs he's playing detroit jacksonville seattle Detroit has been a tough matchup, honestly, for running backs. They shut down Barkley and, and Travis Etienne. Yep. Because I think that defensive line with Aiden Hutchinson is kind of getting it together. So maybe Detroit isn't as sexy as you think, but Jacksonville and Seattle, their run defense isn't scary at all. Does they haven't he, been able to really stop anyone. That's actually been Seattle's weakness. I mean, Seattle, for fuck's sake, just allowed two touchdowns to Cam Akers. This past week. Who we've just done nothing but shit on. We've done nothing but shit on him. <laughs> that, of course, wrong. Wrong. Now. Yeah. Just don't listen to anything we say. Yeah. That's a, that's usually a good idea. But I do like, as a waiver wire darling, Zonovan Knight. I mean, look at Rashad Penny last year. Yeah. People just scooped him up off the waiver wire. And before you know it, he was winning new titles. Yeah. And Robert Sala loves him. They've been giving him a lot of touches these past two weeks. And with, with the touches, he's had over 100 scrimmage yards in both games that he's played so far. So I think that if he keeps he's he's definitely on a short leash. One, because he's a running back, too, because he's undrafted. And they did just trade for James Robinson, who's barely played pretty yeah. much. And they traded for him. So, but yeah, Knight's been killing it. He, he really helped my free agency team, for sure, because I needed a second running back. And he's been killing it. Now, I don't know if it'll last because Michael Carter, I guess, could come back whenever, but it's a low ankle sprain, so who knows? He could be out another couple weeks with that. I would see what he does in week 14, this upcoming week, before you could think about starting him in the playoffs. But I think if you have him on your team, potentially you could have a guy who who could help you win your league, I think. I think he could. I think he could be solid enough. And I feel like from a second running back spot, if the rest of your team is strong, that's what you need. Yeah. Like you just need it to be solid. The last piece of the puzzle there. Yeah. You just need a solid running back, too. And speaking of solid running back twos, uh, James Cook, too. Yeah. Actually got a lot of work this past week. Six catches, too, off six targets. 
Last week, five targets. I need to. See, he's another one. I need to see more because this was his first actual good game, and I just. I'm never comfortable starting guy after just one performance. Right. You know, I need to see either a couple back to backs, something over a season length. I I can't do it after one game. Like I wouldn't trust James Cook to get me unless I'm desperate enough. I'm not going to trust James Cook to either get me into the playoffs if I need to win this week. I would rather just wait and see, like with Zonovan Knight, see what he does before you can consider like playing him into the playoffs. Yeah, I the, I agree, but I am encouraged. He is encouraged. Um, based off this past week, because Devin Singletary, just let's face it, he he is what he is. Like, like he's he's not getting better. He's not going to blow up. He is what he is. I think the Bills know that. Um, they clearly didn't draft James Cook by accident. Um, they drafted him pretty high. You know, like I'm I'm a second round is a pretty premium pick at this point. So. I think they're going to try to get him more involved. And the Bills, honestly, like, I don't want to say they've been struggling, but, like, they haven't really, like, Josh Allen hasn't always they looked like been himself. A like, yeah. Like, so, I still think they are a powerhouse, but they haven't always looked like it this year. So, yeah. I think they're going to try to get him more involved down the stretch. I think that he's been playing better and better, and they've been slowly trusting him more and more. And I hope we see it, to be honest, because that'd be big for my team. Too. I picked them up for nothing. Yeah. He was left for dead. And that's always much. the best when you can get a, a, dis, a league winner discount like that. Yeah. And yeah. like this guy was pretty much left for dead on waivers. Like nobody wanted him, was interested in them. He got a lot of preseason hype. And then when people were like, oh, they're not using him. Yeah. He was left for dead. And like they traded for Naheem Hines, who doesn't even play. Get it? Like, so I, I don't know. Maybe he's on a short leash. Cause that's just how running backs work. Now teams just, you have one bad game and it's fucking Naheem Hines' turn yeah. now. So I don't know, but he's encouraging. Cause he's a young player. He's someone to keep an eye on, but another one who I think is getting a lot of trust. Traylon Burks. Yeah. He's getting a lot of trust in that offense. I like him. He did get sure. hurt this past week. So that needs to be monitored, but he plays the chargers in Houston in rounds one and two. And I've been talking about this. The the most important part is you want to be in the championship. Yes. You want to have the chance because you don't want to focus too much on those on the championship week. But, like, the most important part is getting there. And, and it's what they talk about in all sports. Just get to the championship. You never know what That's always the hardest then. part is getting there because then you don't know what happens. You play somebody on their worst week or your team decides to go God mode and you drop 200. But it could happen. You just want that chance where it's like a basically a 50-50 coin flip and you can be walking in with that trophy with your name on it. But the most important part is you want to be dominating into those weeks and get through everybody else just so you have that chance in that one match, that one-on-one ma- matchup. Are they trailing? Oh, God, excuse me. Are you tired? Holy shit. I, I guess so. Tired of the show? <laughs> um, Traylon Burks um, does have a concussion. So it's something that you definitely have to monitor because I think teams are going to be way more careful with that now. Yes. Um. So, so I wouldn't bet on him playing this week, but Chargers and Houston, that is nice and spicy. That is nice and spicy. And he's a guy I would debate playing on those weeks because he is on my team. So, And 
when you need that upside, you need that upside because you're you're the playoffs are the playoffs. You're facing the number one seeds, the yeah. number two seeds. You're playing the best yeah. teams, the best of the best. It's not like you can you have a full season long and you're like, okay, I get to play three non-playoff teams. Yeah, everybody's in the playoffs. Everybody's got a good team, and it's just going to come down to to luck and coin flips at this point when you're in the playoffs. Because like, you, you really just, never know. You just want that chance, and I think. Amon Ross St. Brown will give a lot of people chances this year. Everyone on the Lions will give people chances. Oh, I Let's just lump the Lions into one thing. I fucking love Amon Ross St. Brown, man. I love him, too. The sun god, he is like he is amazing. No, I just realized he plays Minnesota this week. Yep, there's... But, see, but, like, I think that he's matchup-proof. I think he's proven. He he's is kind of matchup-proof. No, that's a good matchup. Like... And is a great matchup. Minnesota no. secondary shit. This week he, he has a great matchup, but they're 29th. Yeah. But like even against the Jets, like I'm not worried. I'm not worried about he's him. Worried. He's gonna get enough targets, I think. No, but win. I think they're just gonna find ways to keep getting them. Yeah, like, that he's, is true. I think that he's this good ass. at this point. Oh, he's disgusting. To, to where like he's gonna just draw and even the Panthers in week 16, they've been respectable against the pass this year, but. I don't care. Like, it's fucking I'm on Ross yeah. St. Brown. Like, yeah. he plays uh, Chicago, or he plays Carolina and then Chicago. Who, the Bears, he lit up earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah. I, I am not what, I'm, I'm on Ross St. Brown. He is matchup proof. I think if he is on your team, he is going to carry you to championships like last year. Oh, I hope he fucking. I just think it, this is I'm on Ross time. It seems to be a trend early in his career already where he gets hot. Down the stretch. Down the stretch. Like. He started off hot, then he cooled down, but, like, he is... He was hurt. He was hurt. And I think... If he wasn't hurt, I think he could have kept it up the entire year. The same. I, I think he, he could be in the top five. He was in the top five the first month of the season. Next and then, year, he's going to go high. Yeah, high. yeah, I think that he's going to start getting Next his year, respect. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to start... Next year, start going a little higher. the second year in a row he's been... But if you're a good football player, you're a good football yeah, player. And yeah. I think he's a good football player. I think he's proven that he is in the elite te yeah. territory. Like, he's he's getting there for sure. Definitely better than Michael Pittman. Yeah, and St. Brown, if you drafted him, you more than likely got a steal. Like, in yes. free agency, I got him in fourth round. Yeah, in my dad's league, I got him, like, the sixth. Yeah, like, that. that's a fucking steal. And yeah. a lot of people were fading him this year because they said, oh, what's it going to be like with Swift and Hawkinson back? And these guys drawing targets away. No, he's the alpha. He is the guy who needs 10 targets a game if they want to move the ball. And they know that. But I think that's why they moved off of TJ Hawkinson. Because yeah. they knew they could depend on Amon Ross St. Brown. He's, he's proven himself at this point. And he's had at least eight targets in the last six straight games. And they have Jamison Williams coming back. Which I think, if anything, will help Amon Ross St. Yeah, Brown I as well. Agree. Because St. Brown has never been a deep threat. He's a slot receiver. That's what he does. He gets open. He moves the chains. That's his game. Jameson Williams is that deep threat. So yeah. if anything, I think they're just going to play off of each other. And I don't know. I, I, I mean, you can't count on DeAndre Swift at this point. So I think the Lions are going to depend on their pass game a lot more. They've yep. been moving the ball more through the pass game. And, you know, they'll be totally fine with getting down to the goal line and giving Jamal Williams a two-yard touchdown every single time. So... DeAndre Swift did have a good week this week, but I still don't think you can count on him just because of all the... He, he can tweak something and yes. be out again. So, I am happy he did have 20 points this week, but I wouldn't 
be ready to just count on him just yet. No, but another guy who's really sneaky that could like Amon Ra St. Brown came out of where nowhere last year and he was the wide receiver sixty six before he went on that that tear and he won people championships. Nico Collins has the number one easiest schedule for receivers. And I know he hasn't been a world beater this year, but neither was Amon Ra last year until that stretch. Like it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. I think he's a guy who's free or he's probably chilling on your bench. And you could find you could have a diamond in the rough somehow. Yeah. He plays K- Kansas City, Tennessee, and Jacksonville. And that team and Houston's gonna have to throw in every one of those games. Yeah, they're gonna be down more than likely. And Brandon Cooks is in and out of the lineup. Who else is gonna get the ball? He's somebody that could emerge out of nowhere and end up on a championship team because somebody's like, hmm, look at this guy. He got he's the targets have been there. They've been there a lot of the season. A lot of the season. He just hasn't gotten it done. But right. since week 10, 10, 7, 9, and now 10 again this previous week. So he is now, as I will say, Kyle Allen started this week. So I don't know how much you can depend on Kyle Allen if he's going to keep playing. But quarterback situation is pretty dire. They there. will have to throw a lot. And. This is a case of the classic, you got to fucking throw the ball to somebody. Yep. Somebody's got to get the ball. And Nico Collins has been trending upwards, absolutely, these past couple weeks. And I just want to do honorable tight end mentions. We don't have to spend a shit ton on tight ends because, I mean, TJ Hawkinson has the easiest schedule. So he's the number three tight end right now. And I think if teams have TJ Hawkinson, you're going to see a nice playoff stretch. That, that'd be nice from a tight end, wouldn't it? Yeah, like just a guy that you could depend on every week. Like, are you kidding me? I've been trying to replace Dallas Goddard, and I've had nothing, basically. So, be nice. I need Dallas Goddard to fucking come back. Pat Fryermuth is also an honorable mention because he plays, he's got Carolina, Las Vegas, and Baltimore. That's in the, those are games that, the Steelers will need to throw, especially in a divisional game at the end there. Las Vegas and Carolina have been able to have allowed tight ends to move the ball on them. I think he's somebody, he might be still chilling on your waiver wire because he's been kind of up and down, but I think they're going to try and see what Kenny Pickett can do. They're going to open up the passing game, and I think Pat Frymuth can benefit from that. Yeah, because the Steelers aren't going to be a playoff team, more than likely. No, they're not. They're definitely not. But they're going to see what they have. Right. They're going to try to see what they have in Kenny Pickett. Because like, if they have nothing, who's to say they don't go after another quarterback? Exactly. This year. True. This year. So, yeah, I um like that situation as well. I've liked Pat Fryermuth all year. Um, I liked him coming into the year, too, to be honest. I did, too. But he's, he's been pretty solid, but a little up and down. It's because so. of the passing game. I mean, yeah. That, I mean, that offense has been... Merely stagnant the entire. Yeah, the Steelers ball. haven't been consistent. No, at all. But they're a young team, and with a young quarterback, terrible offensive line, you're not going to really do much in the Their NFL. running game's been virtually non-existent this year. But I think they're going to start getting things together. We've seen them be able to move the ball more recently or more consistently over the last couple of weeks, and I think they're just going to try and build off that. And that and Pat Frymuth will benefit. Another guy benefiting from the passing game, Jelani Woods of the Colts. They they love those big tight ends in there. 
he he was a guy that I actually liked for Dynasty. For Dynasty? Just just because he had he was one of those guys where like he had like some raw tools, but like he was like a project player sort of. So I was like, all right, maybe you could stash this guy and hold like he might be something. So in Dynasty, I basically got him for free. He's on my taxi squad. And um like not great to be honest, but he's had like a couple weeks where like 15, 10, 16, like yeah. it's not bad. And like he wasn't a high draft pick either. He was like a fourth round pick, third round the pick. NFL? Yes. Yeah. In like the in the in like the real NFL. So he was kinda high, but not like the first two rounds. No. So like they're not gonna go out of their way to get him the ball. So I think that there's a chance he could be something. And that's the thing with tight ends. You just got to hope that there's something there. Yeah. There's virtually yeah. nothing at all. And who except knows? Except for two positions. Mark Andrews was two players. a, what, like second or third round pick, right? He was a third round pick. Third round yeah, pick. And third. he is now one of the best tight ends in the NFL. Yeah, well, you, you're just, tight ends are the hardest thing to, to project because they either get used or they don't. Yep. Yeah. Mo- mo- most teams don't feature a tight end in the passing game anymore not yeah, anymore unfortunately not like they used to but uh that really wraps it up for the uh, the playoff talk yeah i do want to talk some some prop picks before we get out of here we have mahomes versus denver this week over under on 270 over you're gonna go over i'm gonna go under Denver's been pretty tough against. They they they've been tough on defense. They just can't move the ball. But it is Mahomes and the Chiefs. And I think the game could be a little like grimy. Little grimy. Yeah, like a yeah. little ugly. Because like the Chiefs defense has been kind of suspect, but it doesn't matter. It's Denver. They're not going to move the ball. They're not moving it. So at all. like, well, I could see the game being like twenty to ten. I was just going to say that twenty or, to ten or something or or like seventeen to nine. Yeah. Pacheco like, and J- Jarek McKinnon get the touchdown. Twenty-one like, to eleven. Yep. Some ugly score somehow. Like I'm gonna go under for it. Two seventy. Two seventy. I'm gonna go under. Not not to say he still can't have a good game, Mahomes. He probably will. It's Mahomes. Yeah, you know what he's gonna do. Stephon Diggs over under seven catches versus the Jets. I'm going to go under. I think he gets six. I'm actually going to say he gets seven on the dot. I'm going to take the under as well. So what would I classify that as? I guess you would have to either do over or under. So you think he's going to get six catches or eight? You'd have to do like over under seven and a half or something. (laughs) Under seven and a half. Under. I would say under because I, I mean, like the Jets did just hold Justin Jefferson to seven catches this week. And I mean, like seven catches is a lot, but he, he had seven catches for like 50 or 60 yards. So like they weren't, he wasn't getting his big plays like usual. You know what? I'm going to say, I'm actually going to change it. I'm going to say over. I think Josh yeah. Allen is just going to target uh, the yeah. shit out of him this week. I could see it happening. I just got a feeling like he's going to, just miss it. Yeah. That's my feeling. 
Yeah, maybe like six or or seven. Are you so you're under? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go Tim's with the over. over. I'll stick with the over. CMC sixty four yards versus Tampa. Rushing, receiving, or total? Rushing. I'm actually gonna take under. the over. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna go under. Okay. I think he's gonna have more receiving yards than he will rushing yards this week. I'm going run, over. I think they're going to run the ball a lot more now. I, th- I think they are because of Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Like, he was Mr. Irrelevant. Now, we're, we're going to talk about revenge game here. Do we think TJ Hawkinson scores against Detroit? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Like, there's just no there's, way. That it's got to be. Like, there's just no way. You that know they're going to target watch. him. Donut. Donut. Now. Because we open our big fat fucking mouths. It's usually what fucking happens between us. Like, it's just what we do. I'm thinking Ramondre Stevenson, 53 yards versus Arizona. Over or under? Over or under on that. Because I'm out of the playoffs now, and now he'll want to be really good, I'm going to say over. I'm going to go with the over as well on that. I'm going to pick over also. Amari Cooper, 71 yards versus Cincinnati. They're in, they're in Cincinnati. Oh, under. I'm going to go, under. go under. under. Cincinnati's pass defense has actually been pretty damn good. Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, to be clear. Six catches versus New England. Over, under. I'm going to go under. Over. You're going to go over? Yeah. I'm going to go under because of Bill Belichick. I'm going to go under as well. I think that um, it could be a Rondell Moore game. Marquise Brown's back. Th- and Marquise Brown. Because I think from Bill Belichick's uh, point of view, it'll be, I'm going to make Marquise Brown beat me, not DeAndre Hopkins. That's fair. But DeAndre Hopkins is that guy still. So yeah. he might just, it might not matter. But Marquise Brown is back. And if Rondell Moore plays, that's three good wide receivers now out there. So... We haven't seen all three of them playing together yeah. 100% yet. So Start airing it out a little bit more? Maybe. Open each other up? Yeah. I could use that out of Marquise Brown. And then the last one, Joe Burrow, over under on two touchdowns against the Browns. I'm slamming the over. I yeah, think I'm this slamming is like, the over. Slamming that fuckity fuck. I actually off. think they're, I really actually think that they're going to go back. Done. Back where? To the Super Bowl. I really do. I think it's going to be some dumbass run that he's just going to put together. Then, Pat Mahomes ain't stopping him. Josh Allen's turning the ball over like it's his job. Well, I'll tell you what. They're, they're going to run into the Philadelphia Eagles and they're going to get stopped. Yeah, I didn't say they were going to win. I said they were going back. They would be the first team to lose back-to-back Super Bowls since the Bills in the 90s. Ooh. I don't think the if Bengals, that were to happen. I just don't think they would lose again if they went back. If they went back-to-back, uh, yeah, it would be tough to beat. Joe Burr's got like Literally, that dog in him. Like, yeah, literally. He's he already has plenty of like big stage experience. It's not only that; too, it's just like, he also has Mahomes' number, which a lot of guys, a lot of QBs don't. Yeah, but I don't. He's the think, only one too. Yeah, you're like, not Allen gonna doesn't keep, even have him. You're not gonna keep eating him though. Yeah, Mahomes. If he, I feel like if they face again in the playoffs, Mahomes is gonna get him back. The that's, NFL will make sure. Yeah, the, <laughs> that that's the true. script writers that, that God. That is true. Mahomes. So. Last week with our props, I'll tell you how we fucking did. So me and Tim picked the over on Josh Allen versus the Pats for 265. Sorry, you, you missed that. He only got 223. Me and Mark got the under. Uh, we all lost the under for Dalvin Cook. 
So you have two losses. Me and Mark have one win and one loss. Then AJ Brown versus the Titans, that was easy. All of us got the over. <laughs> of course, a guy snapped. So Aquan Barkley versus Commanders, 60 yards against the Commanders. I just said that fucking twice. We all picked the over. That was one. I felt that was that was pretty easy. That was yeah. Geno Smith versus the Rams. We all picked the under and lost that. 270. He fucking threw for 360. We were. He told us to suck a fat rod. And then Gino Smith. we were like, oh, that'll be a Kenneth Walker game. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Hurt. Tyreek Hill versus the Niners. Over 70 receiving yards. I lost. Mark and Tim won that. And Austin Eckler versus the Raiders. Me and Tim picked the over and won that. Oh, wait, no. I read it wrong. I'm stupid. That's my fault. Oh, no, you and Tim picked the under. I got the over. Okay, so I was the only one that won. Shit. Okay. That sounds about sounds about right. We didn't do too bad. Not no, too bad. terrible. Didn't do too bad. Three, I mean, four wins for each of us. It's mm. not bad. Can't be a fortune teller every single week. No, you can't. Well... I already have a better record in this than I do with the freaking shit in your hat thing. So, yeah. Well, yeah. we'll have to revisit that and see how we do. Yeah. Well, oh, it's going to be a lot of backups coming out there well, soon. When you're putting guys like Kate Otten on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's going to be tough. I don't know what to tell you. Well, that was a good episode today. Yeah. Heading into the playoffs. It is week 14 now, leaving week 13. And we are preparing for battle as we speak. If your playoffs start uh, this week, good luck to you. Yep. Which is kind of odd. May the odds be ever in your favor. But but it might start this week, so good luck to you. Hopefully, um, we'll see you in February in the Fantasy Super Bowl. Yep. Well, Which means end of December. In the end of December, actually. Yeah. End of December is February <laughs> in NFL terms. Yeah. But, uh, I guess we'll see you later, guys. Yeah. Peace out. See ya.